Hey guys, it's Lynn right back here with you again on Seriously. I'm coming to you as always from right here, anchor.fm front slash seriously. Catch me, catch me outside. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, catch me on your favorite podcast app. You can search me up under iTunes, Spotify, all the different podcast apps are caring seriously. So make sure you don't miss an episode. First and foremost, even on this very special day, this Easter day, happy Easter. Um, And most importantly, thank you. Thank you so much. I am so very grateful, so very thankful that you keep coming back and listening to this podcast, sharing this podcast with your friends And sending me your comments, your questions, even things to consider. I love that. I could not have done this if it wasn't for you guys. So I always like to start this, you know, start the show with a bit of gratitude. And and I'm going to ask you to do the same every day. And I know we've talked about this, doing your gratitude journal. I hope you're keeping up with it. I don't like to, you know, say too much to you guys about it because I'm not your mom. I'm your friend, but I know what it's done for me to express that gratitude because it opens you up and makes you remember just how lucky you are. Even if things are going pear-shaped, thing, when you start to reflect about what you have going on in your life, it's amazing. <coughs> Excuse me, guys. So on today's episode of A Day in a Life, I know I haven't done this in a while, but We've been kind of busy. You know, I've told you guys about what me and the Love Muffin do. Um, He is absolutely amazing. I call him the Bull Whisperer. We do um, raise some bucking bulls. And he has this great program, this great vision. And to watch him with, actually with any animal, is like, wow, And I've learned along this journey that he's um, let me come right along with him. That it's not always sunshine and roses and all kinds of unicorn happy shit. When you are, when you're raising livestock as your livelihood, when you are involved in agriculture, it, it is a crapshoot. One minute it can be great, the next minute you're like, whoa, what the hell happened? In our business, shit can go south on a dime. Not even going to lie. And there's so many things to contend with. Um, you know, we have to worry about weather. Not, it's not just a crop that we've got to worry about. We have to worry about our livestock. And, you know, one minute it's warm. The next minute it's raining or snowing. You have to be, I, I honestly will tell you, you have to be mentally strong and emotionally strong to be involved in any facet of agriculture. Um, if it's not the elements, if it's not Mother Nature, if it's not... Um, outside stressors, um, whether it's people or other businesses coming at you, you have to keep and have this resiliency and this ultimate faith that no matter what, 
it's all going to be better. It's all going to get better tomorrow. So here at um, at our little bit of nirvana, as I call it, to me it is. Um, maybe to somebody else it isn't, but to me it is because I absolutely love, love being here. Um, it's calving season for us. Now, if you are in the kettle business, you're probably going, well, that's kind of... It's kind of late, isn't it? Well, we've, you know, the Love Muffin has planned it out just right. So his calves come after the crappy weather, hopefully. After the, you know, after the snow melts, after the crappy weather. We unfortunately have had a couple days of, you know, one minute it's 65. The next minute it's down to 32. Uh, mix in some snow and some rain, and it makes for a horrendous time. So all of our cows here at the house are pregnant and ready to pop. Started out the week, and last last Sunday we had one um, calf born, and then a day or two later we had another one born, and then a day or two later we had another one born. So, th- I mean... It was pretty amazing. Um, on this past Friday, one of our cows was very noticeably in labor. And um, when the Love Muffin was doing stuff around here, trying to get things squared away, um, he noticed that this cow had had her calf. What we didn't know until a few hours later was that this calf was unfortunately born a preemie, was born premature. Now, if you saw this calf, you go, holy shit, no way. He's a big boy. But for him, he was premature. Um, I'm not going to lie. The last 48 hours have been mentally emotionally, physically taxing. Um, and not that I, not that I regret it. I absolutely, I'd do it again. I'd do everything that I did again. I'd stay up all night like I did last night, checking that little guy, moving him so he could get, you know, so his circulation would keep going checking him, making sure he's breathing is okay. This poor little guy he didn't get the colostrum. He didn't get that mother's milk when he was first born. And unfortunately, the cards were stacked against him being a preemie and not getting that colostrum. He just, it was just, um, it was tough. But watching the love muffin and even my bub rise to the occasion and doing whatever is necessary to make sure this calf was getting the absolute best care. I mean, for most people who have cattle, they know they'll, they'll bring their, um, calves inside if they're, if they're too weak, if they're cold, if the mom doesn't take to them, um, how many of you would do that? I'm sure if, quite a few of you would, but it was very interesting to me because, you know, we've always only had 
a certain type of livestock, the kids and I. So um, experiencing the calf in the house was was very interesting. But also, I liken it to having a baby again, to taking great care to checking every so many hours to doing those feedings because he's not getting the food he's not getting the nourishment um you know we didn't we didn't set out to do this and and take you know take care of this little guy all on our own and not have the backup on uh, the love muffin contacted um one of the um veterinarians that he deals with and got some medicine for this little guy on Friday. Um, when things were starting to get really rough, we called another vet on Saturday because the first one, unfortunately, was out of town um, and never heard a word. Never heard a word from that vet. So to me, this was a new experience because... Any time that we've ever called a vet for our livestock, I mean, granted, it wasn't cattle, but we always got a call back. And if the vet couldn't, you know, take care of us, he would refer us to somebody else. But there's no call. Think of if you, if your little one at home, let's say your baby, you know, your, or your small child was sick. And you kept calling your doctor, and your doctor wasn't returning your calls. How would that make you feel? Now, I know, I know, a little too emotional. I get it. That's fine. This is where the emotional and mental toughness comes in. The physical toughness is the staying up all night long and making sure that you don't miss something. Making sure that that little guy is comfortable. Making sure that he's eating every couple hours. Um, but the emotional strength, the the mental strength that you have to have when you're not getting that help that you so desperately need, it it makes you feel so um, so vulnerable. So the little guy made it through the night, and he tr- he was trying to get up. I mean, this poor little guy, he could he had no movement Friday night, Saturday, he could bear- he couldn't even stand up on his own. But I'll tell you what, this morning he was trying like crazy to stand up and get himself going, and well, then it took a turn, and not for the good. We took him out and tried to get him to be with mom, thinking maybe, you know, maybe if he got a little, got a little love from mama, he would, it would really kind of pick him up. And within an hour, he had taken a different, different direction. So back in the house. Back with the heating pads and the blankets and giving electrolytes and helping him out. But we knew, we knew in the back of our mind that this little guy, this little Bucky as I called him, he had the he was the coolest looking thing ever. All white with red tip ears. 
and buck teeth. I, 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 I am no stranger to having to deal with animals and, you know, livestock that we've raised dying. But this one, this one hurt. It was like watching, watching someone that you could not help, you couldn't fix. I mean, I'm a fixer and I couldn't fix this. This poor little guy, his lungs just weren't developed enough. I'm sure of it. And as the guys went out to feed the rest of the crew, the rest of our animals, oh, little Bucky, his his little lungs just gave out. You know, I wasn't there to watch him come in to the world. Oh my gosh, look at him getting all emotional. But it was amazing to be right there to give him comfort and support. Now, trust me, guys, I know that this is a part of life. This is a part of the business. And I don't normally get all choked up, but it just... In this instance, I felt like I failed him. Because I couldn't get the... GD vet to call me back. I couldn't get anyone to answer us. And you're always left feeling like, I, what if I could have done this? I could have done more. But you know, sometimes, even if you could do more, it's not, it's just, it's not the time. It's not enough. For me, I take comfort in knowing that we gave him the best, best care he could have ever had in the 48 hours he was alive, 72 hours he was alive, 48, sorry, 72, I probably wouldn't be all balling, but I've tried to examine why. I, I, I'm taking this so hard and there's a lot of pieces to this because one, taking care of an animal and then watching them expire before they even had a chance sucks. But in the back of my mind, I know this is a part of the gig. This is a part of being in animal agriculture. This is part of being an agriculturist. Loss is part of the game. I don't have to like it. But I had to develop that mental toughness. That that emotional strength that I was talking about. To be able to handle this. The other piece of me is... I feel I feel bad because... I know what a loss this is for us. This is a huge loss. It's like losing it's it's like losing something that you were counting on. Does that make sense? And I don't mean to make it sound so cheap and so whatever, but it's just tough. Now, when when this happens again, will I be a blubbering mess? Maybe. 
But I have to think, if I'm not upset, if I'm not moved, then I am so devoid of emotions and empathy and feeling that I need to check myself. Even the love muffin was noticeably moved, but he said something to me that I was like, yeah. He goes, you know, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. And maybe we could have done this. Maybe we could have done that. It's the woulda, coulda, shoulda. But those first 48 hours are crucial. And even if he was able to make it, he would have had a lifetime of health issues. And he goes, it's, it's okay to be upset because it sucks. But it's not going to be the last time. And he didn't say it with this, like, gruff, super cowboy tone. It was, comes from a place of feeling, of caring, and of love. And that really struck me. It really struck me. It's not easy being in agriculture. There's 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 so much more to it. You know, rising hay costs. Where are we going to get our water from? How are we going to take care of these guys if we lose the piece of land that we're leasing? There is more to it. And you got to think, what in the F are we doing this for? Because those last 48 hours were probably the best that I've had. Because it reminded me about how precious life is. And I know I sound like a blubbering idiot, but you know, that's okay. Because that's what it's all about on this podcast is being vulnerable and being open and understanding that sometimes life sucks. But you rally. And I've got calves out there and cows out there that need attention. And that's okay. It's okay to to feel the loss. It's okay to be upset. Will I be a mess in a couple hours? Probably not. But I think that this was an experience that I won't forget. But I'll also be better equipped next time. And I am thankful for the experience. No matter how it turned out. So thankful. You know... It is no easy life, as I've said, being involved in ag, raising livestock for sure. It just, it's a tough one. If Mother Nature isn't kicking your ass, the rising costs and next to low return 
is the other factor. We do it because we love it. We do it because it's in us. So thanks for hanging out with me, guys. I am, again, so... I'm so thankful for each and every one of you coming back here. And if you ever have questions, please, please send me send me your messages. I'm so super stoked to talk to each and every one of you. I really do appreciate your messages, your questions, your suggestions. Even the hater mail, I totally get. You can get me, as always, at my email, put in the subject line, podcast and hit me up at sgsolutions for you at gmail.com that's s as in sam g in, in goat the word solutions the number four the letter u at gmail.com i hope i haven't bummed your day out i hope you're You're enjoying your day no matter what you do. My whole purpose is to share the happiness and share the sadness of what we go through every day being in agriculture. I don't think people hear that enough. I don't, I I truly don't believe that, or truly. I just, yeah, I can't even talk, you guys. See, look, I'm all, I'm just a mess. But it's important to know. Thank you again, guys. I will see you back here with another episode of A Day in the Life here on this little operation we have with cattle. And I hope all of your blessings and dreams come true. Have a good one, guys. Bye-bye.